Healthy Foods, makers of creamy and smooth-spreading Peter Pan peanut butter. America's favorite. And American Motors, builders of Nash automobiles, Kelvinator home appliances, and Hudson Motor Cars. Present Walt Disney's Disneyland. Hey, it's Tardy to the Tardy's Bill there we go, yeah. These are two episodes of the uh, famous Disneyland TV show, which I'm assuming these must be in some of the first two episodes because I think this started up about a year before Disneyland opened. And, of course, mm-hmm. the show was used largely to promote the the upcoming opening of Disneyland, but this episode specifically is talking about, hey, we're working on Disneyland. It's going to open next year. Here's all the shit we're doing to make it, to, to build it up and stuff. And yep. the story of the animated drawing is just uh, Disney sucking its own dick for the first time, really, in terms <laughs> of, like, here's a history of animation that is mostly going to be about Disney stuff being super cool. But, yeah, uh, we're doing two I don't know. separate things yeah. today because I mm-hmm. I was really hepped up on doing this opening report. <laughs> what are the fuck it's called? The title is terrible. Yeah. Oh, pre-opening yeah. report from Disneyland. Uh, just because, hey, it's, it's building of Disneyland stuff, which is always cool. Mm-hmm. And... Any excuse to talk about the old Disneyland TV show is always good yeah. times. And this is uh, this is one of my favorite things about Disney Plus is the fact that, like, of course, Disney Plus was always going to have all the Disney movies. But the fact that it's got weird ephemera like this, where it's just random episodes of the old Disneyland TV show hosted by Walt Disney. That's one of my favorite things on the service. So I wanted to be able to talk about that. So that's what we're doing today. Yeah. And it's all in black and white. It's all black and white, because it's like 1954. It's like, yeah, I think it was like November of 54, which is about seven months before Disneyland opened. Yeah. Um. Brought to you by the, well, presented the American Motors Corporation and Nash Automobiles? What the fuck is Nash Automobiles? I guess they, that whatever it was, that was not enough to save and, them, because I've never heard of the Nash Automobiles. Kelvinator yeah. Home Appliances? That's one of the surprising things, is that, And like, Hudson Motor Cars. These are again. I th- they spent all their money on these ads, I guess, and went out of business. It got destroyed. Yeah. Um, I think the same thing happens if we ever get around to talking about the Mickey Mouse Club uh, stuff, because I think they actually have some vintage ads on the Mickey. That's one of the things I'm most surprised about. This stuff showing up in Disney Plus, a that it's on the service to begin with, b that it kind of comes with not the commercials, but like. The little ad stuff, like, the presented to you by... I almost kind of wonder if one of those things... I wonder if they're only in there because those companies are dead, so they don't worry have to worry about being sued? It'll be interesting to see if we see anything where it's, like, presented by Coca-Cola. Because that I could see that being more of a problem, because Coca-Cola is a real thing, and... I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll find out as we watch more of this old vintage TV stuff, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're already... Fucking Disney is already using that jerk... Bitch, Tinkerbell to sell their wares. I was sucks so bad. I kind of surprised because Tinkerbell is like brand, brand what like Peter Pan came out like the year before this, and part of me was like that's so really weird. But then I'm like, 
No, actually, kind of makes sense because Tinkerbell, of course, you know the kids are gonna love yeah. Tinkerbell. She uses magic, but then Dad loves Tinkerbell, so it's like best of both worlds. So, like, in retrospect, I'm like, show a little sketch she's wearing. <laughs> I could watch the opening little, of this Disney. Uh, a little. As soon as Tinkerbell leaves and Walt comes on screen, Dad just says, "Well, time to go wash the dishes." I'm no, masturbated. I'm 19... done now. Yeah. <laughs> 1950s dudes would never do that. What am I doing? Yeah, I gotta go empty my pipe. Yep. And so, yeah, there's actually not a hell of a lot to say. It's mostly... I should no. put on the subtitles so you can see what... Well, they, they start... They, they mention how, like, there's different lands, and each week they go to a different land or whatever, and it's Frontierland, and it's the only place left. Anybody gives a shit about Westerns anymore in current day. How is this? Because uh, we just... I, I fired up the story of animation right before we started recording. That has the 10 seconds... We're sorry about the racist shit in this cartoon thing. This, yeah. this, the, 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 the pre-opening of Disneyland doesn't. And I assumed anything with this Disneyland opening, because this is not just unique to this episode. All the episodes of Disneyland have this, where it's Tinkerbell doing stuff in different lands of the park. And yeah, in the frontier land, she's doing the whole powwow Indian shit. And I thought that mm -hmm. would get a warning for every episode of the Disneyland show that's on here, but I guess not. I, this, no, this because, first one doesn't have it. Because white people... <laughs> just don't care about racism towards Native Americans because they're awful. Yeah. It's got to be very bad, like in Peter Pan, for you to be Ooh, like, oh, hold man, on a that's second. that's still rough. Holy dooly. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, this I want... Yeah. So Walt starts talking, and I want to know how much that map he's standing in front of is worth now. Oh, you're just talking about, like, I mean, it's like, probably yeah. in the park somewhere, but uh, that, that map has to be worth Because I'm a, sure... A, I mean, this is the 1950s. I think by now Disney had started keeping archives of its own stuff, and so I'm sure pretty much anything that shows up on camera in these shorts probably got archived or something like that, so you can pretty much guarantee, because especially in the last couple of years, it seems like the Disney company's been going nuts selling off old Disney stuff like this, so... Actually, you could probably go back, like, like if we just type in Disney Map Auction Disneyland, would that would probably pop up, but yeah. yeah um, oh, look at this fucking dweeb. <laughs> That, that, that they is gonna take us on a beside the behind the scenes tour. Yeah, this is... straight out of a 1950s parody. Yeah, the guy's got he's like he's like Walt Disney Jr. He's got like his own little mustache. Got all that and he's got Grecian glasses. formula in his hair. Yeah, I could totally see Hogarth Hughes watching this shit as we're watching it too. But yeah, yeah it's just uh, the guy just is essentially an introduction. Like here's a bunch of people I... drawing just illustrations for yeah. like Tomorrowland I and see... Fantasyland. I want to see all the rejected designs that they had when they were doing See, that's... Because there must have been much more exploratory stuff before they funneled it down to, like, okay, it's going to be Sleeping Beauty's Castle, it's going to be this, it's going to be that, because most of the stuff Disney publishes, yeah, is just iterations on the stuff that made it into the park. I don't want to see the thing where, like, maybe the original thing in the middle of the park was, like, Mickey Mouse's Clubhouse or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, unless Walt really did just have such a like a strong enough vision for this thing, there weren't that many unused ideas. I mean, that's possible too. But um, yeah. you get to see they show like yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna like the, uh, they they show uh, early like they're they're building the Peter Pan ride. Yeah, and like I know it makes sense that all that shit is just wood and metal and shit, but. It feels like there should be some magic behind it, or it should be made out of something special. I don't know. This it's Disney. <laughs> I, it's, it's funny because, like, I'm sure if you were watching this for the first time in 1954, you're like, oh, that's fascinating. But now, 
it's kind of horrible because seeing how rickety this shit is. Uh -huh. I mean, because these yeah. guys were building all this shit from scrap. So, like, the fucking thing that they're riding on for the Peter Pan thing is just like a soapbox derby car. It's just it's wood nails and, shit, and it's and I, they, <laughs> So you've been they on. They probably this. don't have. Yeah, they yeah. probably don't have seatbelts on or anything because I don't think they. No, there's nothing. There. there is nothing keeping that thing up other than like a couple screws and bolts and there's nothing keeping the, them from the, tumbling out of that thing if it swerves too much the dude looks at the lady sitting next to him i think you could make out him saying that the closeness of death is the only thing that makes me feel alive <laughs> yeah and that's real close quarters in there because for them to even fit the guy has to swing his arms over the lady's shoulders and so and then there's like the, oh like, man if, if disneyland still had the the size of the carts that are in this as what are in the parks, nobody would be able to ride anything. That's... There's a dude later who's riding on Mr. Toad's wild ride, and the steering wheel's all pressed into his dick. Yeah. So and if you're is... slightly overweight or slightly tall, you ain't gonna get on that ride. That's why I'm astounded that, like, even the Peter Pan park ride still works, because they must have had to re-engineer and rebuild that thing a dozen times over over the years, as everyone gets... I mean, I've, heard, I've known that's actually been a thing, as everyone, as especially Americans, get fatter and fatter... That, like, you have to get bigger rides and, like, have to constantly reinforce everything. So I'm kind of surprised something where, like, you're suspending people from the ceiling is still, yeah. like, active. And, yeah. And you got a guy in a, in a little, really, like, little rickety homemade boat. What do you do on Peter Pan ride? Yes, it's all carried. This, the, the person wait, who puts people on the boat says, I'm sorry, sir. Our, our magical flying boat simply cannot support your weight. How, what do you do for that? There's only how so do, much magic in the universe. <laughs> exactly. How many, how many, how many meetings did Disneyland have to do to be like, how do we tell people that they're a bit too big? Because that, that has to be a whole program into itself at the park. It has to be. It's like, as far as the customer service goes, like, how do you deal with people who are obviously unfit to ride the ride, and like do yeah. it in a way that they're not gonna throw a fit? Do you mm -hmm. like, do you just make that a part of the waiver, like whenever they sign up for your tickets, that like. You're just is it like, is it like the Simpsons episode where Homer can't fit in the chair at the theater? So they're like, <laughs> we'll get you a bag of popcorn. From exactly. The so, yeah, do you make it so like, hey, you bought your ticket, but when you bought your ticket, you signed on for the fact that like you have to be physically fit enough to ride the ride or like you can't sue us like you've signed away like like what is like is the park obligated to give them free tickets to something like I don't know how that works, but that must be fascinating. Yeah. Well, just like. And also just hearing the stories about how at, like, uh, any park, there's so much shit where just people are just li literally just shitting and pissing all over the place and just just doing the grossest goddamn stuff all over because human beings are just inherently disgusting. Mm -hmm. And just, like, that kind of stuff, that's the down and dirty stuff I want to hear about how Disney manages those, those things, especially when you're opening up a new park like Galaxy's Edge or oh, something man. like that. Oh, man, if yeah. you see, like, a spill at Disneyland, uh, we were going... Um, towards the car ride, the cars ride, uh -huh. and we were in line, and some kid came walking back the other direction with his mom, and a little bit further down the line, there was a big brief spill on the ground uh, there yeah. where the kid had puked his brains out, and within like five minutes, man, they were they were there, they were getting it all cordoned off and cleaned oh, up. Okay. They they don't waste no time. They're on top of shit. I mean, there's cameras fucking everywhere. They're not gonna miss anything. I have, I, I had never thought about that actually. Just even, uh, even apart from security stuff, how they would want to keep eyes on everything, just so they keep tabs on everything. 
But like, yeah, I never and, thought I mean, about that. And also, if a kid goes missing, you gotta find that kid as quick as possible. You gotta nail that shit. Well, you gotta. The terrible thing too is actually, I, while watching this stuff, I was like, oh man, I was even thinking about how like, even like mass shooting stuff. I mean, I know they have to have. Do they have metal detectors at the parks? They have bag checks and everything. Oh, okay, because like, there's there. obviously there's no way you're gonna get like an AR-15 into a Disney park, but these days, like. How do you make sure that like someone just yeah, doesn't come? They have and, metal like... detectors and okay, um, yeah, with half a dozen. They re- check like, everybody's pistols. bags and shit. Yeah, yeah. okay, because you know that's got to be that's that's because they know the first time there's a uh, mass shooting at, at a Disney park, that's just that's the parks might as well just shut down after that. Maybe well, they yeah. mean not just automatically, but they know that's going to be a permanence. It, it may take them a decade to recuperate from a single incident like that. All the parks, not mm-hmm. just one, two, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, like, the, well, just even this, we're recording, uh, this, it's, it's early May of, uh, 2021, they've just unveiled, oh god, what is it, oh, the Disney Wish, it's gonna be Disney's new, um, cruise, cruise liner, and I guess part mm-hmm. of their thing is that they're gonna have, like, a whole Star Wars deck that's styled after, like, Canto Bite from The Last Jedi, and people were just talking about how it's designed and stuff, and... Every time I see an unveiling like that, I have to think about, like, yeah, every surface of that place has to be designed knowing that it's going to be smeared in shit, piss, and vomit someday. <laughs> oh, especially cruises, man. Especially cruises! Especially Disney has a lot of balls! I know the pandemic is still going on. I mean, they already have cruises. But so. they already have cruises, but, like, this is one of those things I almost kind of wonder if they meant to announce last year, but, like, this is the first time where the pandemic's calmed down enough, like, they can kind of get away with saying, Hey, in a couple of years, we're going to have a new Disney boat, and part of it's going to be a Star Wars. But, yeah, just thinking about... I mean, this is the very genesis. This is the early days of Imagineering, where they really... Just everything is just wood wood planks and bolts and screws. And, yeah, it's 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 mm-hmm. funny. Bef- before Imagineering became this multi-billion dollar operation from all over the world, this is still back when Imagineering was just, like, half a dozen guys with, like, just clay yeah. and wood. Making fucking... What is it? Five eighth scale trains and wagons and shit. Yeah, oh, that's I love that they they show the actual construction of the two uh, steam locomotion. What do they call them? Steam engine. I could just call them the steam engines. Oh, but also, we can't skip over the fact that they put a a, a, a African American gentleman in some some plaster, and they call it. They're like to get his to get an imposing physique for our ride, and I was like, oh no, (laughs) pull it on my collar. That's probably the creakiest moment in terms of like your butt. You're watching your butthole clenches, and it's like, okay, they didn't do or say anything too terrible. Yeah, just what? imposing physique, which I guess could be taken as yeah. as him just being muscular. I mean, the guy is pretty built. Like, yeah, they chose a good guy for that, but like, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just yeah, oh, that could have gone so much worse. But yeah. it's just fun to see like they're sculpting lions and and carving yeah. fucking uh, oh, they're carving uh, fucking animals for the carousels. Yeah. Um, painting moonscapes. It's, they needed little horses for their little wagons, so they just got Shetland ponies. Pull those full-size adults, you fly tiny shit baby horses. That's something that I don't. I can't imagine lasting more than two weeks before like those yeah. Shetland ponies had a heart attack. Um, it's strange to think uh, that they had trouble rounding up horses for the carousel because they're like, we had to go all over the country to find carousel horses for our carousel. But it also sounds like they just used those as reference, I think. Because you but see they were like, sculpting but horses, then they, yeah. Yeah, but then they're like, and we had to recarve the legs to make sure they're all jumping. 
So that's one Which, of those things too. Because it's Germanic or whatever. It's a combination of actually telling you what's happening versus kind of like brief, like glossing over the details because it's like, mm -hmm. yeah, because it's a little confusing because if you're like, because I know they they hand built some of those those horses, but yeah, I it's gonna be. I'm shocked at how much of this is hand built in house. They didn't. It seems like they barely uh, went to outside sources for anything. They even made the awnings at, yeah. at there. They did it themselves. That's I was bananas. actually yeah. The one thing they talk about being uh, yeah, they do briefly mention like okay, of course, there's some things we can't build here at Disneyland. So that's when they talk about how uh, the construction of the steam engines for the railroad line were being built out of house. But yeah, the, every mm -hmm. like so much of the other stuff like yeah, just like the bunting for Main Street, like the flags and stuff. That's just they're building that like that's a bunch of seamstresses at the park. Like you think yeah. there could be a place where like let's order some flags, but no. Yeah, yeah the, no. we got to make our own in-house bunting. Of course, that's something these days Disney would lease out to somebody else. Uh, but like the just the the logistics of it in 1950s. I mean, now you know Disney's a, yeah, it's the biggest corporation in the world, damn. I guess, and they could they have like shit tons of people to make whatever the fuck they want, and, and experts on all the fields. But back in the 1950s, with some old lady named Gertrude just sewing <laughs> that's, by hand that's what I and love. awning, yeah, and and then they'll cut the outside of where they're sewing the flags to like. There's a bunch of people in the parking lot. There's like women hand carving carriages for some ride that's like mystical like there might be something for like Sleeping Beauty's castle while guys yeah. in like corncob pipes and, and horn glasses are like sculpting uh crocodiles for the yeah. uh, jungle cruise it's just it's just it's they make it's some magic. old man paint a moon in the dark yeah what did Greg do that they turned off the light it's like you paint in the dark Greg yeah well that's one of the funny things too is these guys having to pretend that they're doing the work that like I'm sure that painting was already done but they had him like Greg we gotta turn off the lights look make it look as cinematic as possible as you're pretending to be putting the finishing touches on this moon painting yeah yeah the autotopia cars look really neat yeah and very like tiny now, but also americans could not fit in those now uh, was that the thing we were talking about where the guy the staring chest is buried in the guy's chest no no that's mr toad's wild okay ride. that's what it is but like they're building the fucking uh fucking uh, the, the 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 cars for the railroad at the mm -hmm. park yeah and by hand like it's not even yeah. like 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 they're, they're just like it's just fucking crazy. The boats there, they made the fucking Mark Twain the, the, that's what themselves. They're, like, literally, like, they got cranes, they're assembling the Mark Twain. I mean, granted, I yeah. guess there's not too many places built, you know, building steamboats in 1954, but, like, it's fiber just... Fiber glass is the new hotness. Yeah, they're I like, know, oh, that's right. Fiber. And that, that did make me wonder, I wonder how much of the original construction of Disneyland was just poisonous material. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's got to be. Because I know they were talking about the Sleeping Beauty's Castle under one re recent renovation. They're still trying to get asbestos out of that thing. Mm, so, yeah. That makes sense, yeah. Um, yeah, my uncle, when he was a sailor, uh, I'm not sure what exactly what years that was, he he had, he put, when he did welding on the side of the ship, he had asbestos blankets. Mm -hmm, yeah. So he got some, some of that shit in his lungs. Um. Not, not enough to cause permanent damage, I don't think, but he worked with it. I'm kind of surprised they kind of show, like, a lot of this is about the building of Main Street. And, like, they're even showing, like, oh, here, instead of laying bricks, we just lay up a big wall of cement and have people carve brick lines into this. Into yeah. The, like, I'm kind of surprised they kind of, like, show, like, how the magic, like, even stuff like that, because you think one of the things you might want to trick people into thinking, like, oh, we laid this building all brick by brick, but nope. It's just, yeah, I like that they even yeah. show off stuff like that, and 
Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, like, they're actually and, putting in actual, like, lighting poles, like, they, like, they, like, well, they, that's one of those things where they actually do oh, say, man. like, these are actual light poles from, like, uh, uh, Philadelphia that we got, so I'm like, at least they bought those and didn't <laughs> build those by hand, but that's one of the few they things. They show people, they show people hand lettering, you know? Oh, yeah, all the signs. And that and is stuff. a skill I would love to have and never use. God, I mean, are those Disney? I, you tried, yeah. oh, man, that, just, uh, I am so impressed with people who can do super fancy Freehand free lettering. Hand. That is. It's so bananas. It's like when you watch somebody like sculpt, and you're like, I should be able to. I I'm artistic. I know how things should look in 3D space. But then you try it, and the person's like, Kill me, kill me. <laughs> exactly. When you carve it. Well, and speaking of carving, you get to see them building. Uh, they're carving the rocks for like the Pueblo donkey ride and shit like that. And like, yeah, yeah it's just guys. Just it just looks like they're just carving cements. With just like you know, dentist tools and just yeah, like everything done by yeah, hand. There's it, no like actual manufacturing no, yeah. involved. It's just yeah, just a. The tr- I bet the trains were super popular when that park opened, and now people are like, "Why the fuck would I want to ride a train in a circle in a- around Disneyland?" Yeah. God, this is just I just love. Uh, but oh man, if you thought the scene from Mitchell where they chase him slow motion <laughs> down the freeway was exciting, oh, wait no. till you see them drive some trains. To Disneyland from wherever the fuck they started. Oh, from. that's right, yeah. Well, you know, they you spent 15 minutes over. being like, and then we take the 401 to the I 5 <laughs> to the, this this road. And I then we go was under cute, this though. bridge. Of course, anything that shows like Anaheim right outside of Disneyland itself, too, is always kind of interesting to see, too, just because you get to see mm-hmm. what the world looked like back then. But yeah, and they're like thatching roofs of the fucking Tikiti. What's that? What's 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 oh man, the Polynesian. What is a herd? There's big block letters in one of the windows. It just says "Heard" at Disney on Main Street, left side. I'm sure that's. Point. You know, the funny thing is, I'm sure that some of that stuff is still there, and you can mm. probably hunt it down and figure out exactly what that was. Well, no, I know what that is. That's the big shop on Main Street Herd? on the left hand side. But there's a big sign in the window that just says "Heard," H <laughs> U R D. That's it. Like, is, is it cut off? Yeah, or anything it just like says "Heard." I don't know. Uh, I don't okay. know what it is. Um, but, and also, they bring in the guy that plays Davy Crockett to use an axe to try to chop stuff. Oh and that man has never swung an axe in his they life. They try to play it off like it's actually he Davy is, Crockett oh showing man. up. And he's going to teach us a recipe for blah, blah, blah. And, like, the way he swings that axe, like... He has never done it in his life. I am not a woodsman. I am not descended from woodsmen. But I've seen people <laughs> from Pittsburgh who have never been actually out in the forest like cut lumber like yeah that's just i've poor I've, fest chopped, Parker. I've chopped wood this man does not know how to swing an axe yeah he's like you want me to do what <laughs> you're gonna put it on film <laughs> oh man you better cut away after two swings because that's all you're gonna get and i love all that stuff was had to have been shot just specifically and for there's this a, there's like a worker in the background who stops and is like i gotta watch this <laughs> Look at this asshole. They're gonna make that they're gonna make that asshole this try to guy swing who's an axe. An unemployed actor until two years ago is now has to pretend to be an actual woodsman for this yeah. Disney documentary, yeah. Mm-hmm. God, but like yeah, no, like There's a point where they're working on the train and some dude pulls on a cord to set the whistle right off next to his head. But like it That's is also still damage, like, still, my dude. They're still in the warehouse where they're building it too, so it's just each mm-hmm. extra. Hopefully they warned everyone else in the warehouse otherwise they're going to shit their pants when he sets off that whistle. Like yeah. yeah, all the stuff that they're doing just to impress this film crew that yeah, maybe you don't want to do, but 
Yeah. People toiling away in the California sun, getting heaven knows how many illnesses. But, you know, they have them sing Whistle While You Work, so it makes it seem a little bit less dark and depressing. I love the thing where they're like, oh, well, we were working on Sleeping Beauty's castle, and so there's got to be... It seems like some of the cartoon neighbors have moved in early, and so that's the excuse that we actually be playing custom versions of all these songs, too, which that's the interesting. Rather than just dumping this, like, there's the Cinderella, Cinderella, but that's like a custom version of that song for this, because they're like, you have to get it done before Disneyland opens next year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They just fill time with sped up people doing work and different songs. That's pretty impressive, though. In there like I that. love anything. I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show before, but one of the first things I remember reading in a book as a kid, probably even before mm-hmm. I could actually read text, but I remember just seeing the pictures, was uh, my family had a book about D- the history of Disneyland. And I remember mm-hmm. pouring over the photos of the Sleeping Beauty's castle under construction with all the... Uh, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, when you have stuff built up around the castle while you're, while you're building things. Um, uh, the awnings? Oh, yeah, the, um, yeah, the, you know, the girders and everything like that. Yeah. And so the, seeing uh, that uh, stuff uh, in this documentary. Oh, you asked me. That's a thing you know what I'm head. talking about. Uh, like, the, yeah, the uh, lattice work uh, that goes up around a thing that's no, under construction. Shut up! I, uh, <laughs> I, uh... But yeah, seeing oh, half-built nice. Sleeping mm. Beauty's castle in, in, in that state, always, like, that always hits a very specific... Like tin, like note of nostalgia for me is seeing the castle in that state. Just because I remember that was one of, one of my first like contacts with anything, anything Disney related as a kid. And then I shit my pants and and scooped up my <laughs> shit and shoved it down Mickey Mouse's pants. But then yeah, God, that starts with an S. Mmm. <laughs> it continues with an H. If you if you had it fucking ass. I would have been like, oh, yeah, the, the scaffolding. <laughs> there we go, the scaffolding. Scaffolding, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. Scaffolding. Oh, okay. <laughs> that took way too long. <laughs> well, we're talking about, you know, Disney stuff, not so much, you know. Hey, kids, Davy Crockett, get a photo and a comic at your Hudson dealers. Oh, yeah, that's this right. This dude is selling the Hudson Disneyland contest. Seems like a sleazeball. Ooh, man. <laughs> Remember, mother and dad must be with you. I'm assuming... Tell your mom and dad to enter the contest so we can get their home address. They never stop bugging them. Why? Well, I guess because they're trying to sell cars. I was going to say, why do they make the stipulation that your mom or dad has to be with you in order for you to get that comic book? I forgot because if if you can only get these at Hudson at a car dealership, they don't want kids just storming in by themselves just to get the free comic. The idea is that you're trying to rope in their parents. So yeah. that's why they say that, okay, uh, you need your uh, mom and dad with you so you can win a grand prize for, yeah, like, yeah, actually, that sounds pretty awesome is, what, like a, like a week-long all-expense-paid trip to uh, Disneyland, though. That's a pretty good grand prize, yeah. even though back I then thought... maybe they don't even know what the hell that means, but. Yeah. And then I thought, well, then Walt Disney's going to show Plane Crazy, and I was like, oh, shit, we get to watch Plane Crazy. But it's like 25% of Plane Crazy, they cut most of it out. Yeah. Uh, because that's. They cut, that's... The whole, they cut out the whole part where Mickey assaults Minnie. Oh, he does? Yeah, he forces her to kiss him, and then ah, she slaps him, and then he forces her again. That's why she jumps out of the plane and uses her panties as a parachute. It's so long since I've I, like, I haven't seen Plane Crazy since I saw it, like, on a VHS tape of, like, 1995. Um, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, and so the whole rest of the thing is just... Hey, I guess we're just gonna show you excerpts from all these cartoons, which is... Yeah, yeah this is the reason why I guess you like Disney, so... Yeah. yeah, and then they're like, next week, some more Alice in Wonderland, I guess, whatever. Yeah. I mean, they, 
do and show. Their next episode's gonna be an hour and a half special about more Disneyland. So get hyped. That Disneyland show couldn't just have been about, hey, we're building Disneyland, right? I mean, it's just a big ad for Disney stuff. I mean, so, it is yeah. called Disneyland, but yeah. Oh god, fucking ugh. Anyway, yeah, just cringing at all the sleepy, not Sleeping mm. Beauty. What's the one we just Alice in Wonderland? All the card shit. I fucking hate. Ah. Anyway, but yeah. So, but then the the other half of the thing we're talking about is the art of what the hell is this called? I have to look at the name of our podcast we're recording. The story of the animated drawing, mm -hmm. which is. I think came out a couple months after the episode we just talked about and is just, yeah, kind of an overview of uh, the history of animation, which actually I'm kind of surprised how long it gets to uh, start talking about the Disney stuff. But yeah. once it starts talking about the Disney stuff, the whole rest of the thing is just talking about Disney stuff. But uh, yeah, I was kind of surprised they actually do talk about like all kinds of, and it's not just like the Fleischer brothers, but they're talking about like, yeah, you go ahead. You, you, uh, yeah, you I, I learned some stuff. shit. Yeah. Can you imagine a current-day CEO hosting a weekly TV show while he's in the middle of building a giant park that he's overseeing every aspect of? Yeah, that just sounds nuts. What the fuck are you doing, Walt? Uh, even... I guess the closest thing would be, like, Michael Eisner? Like, he would... Was that even every week? And even then, it's not like he was building Disneyland from scratch. He was yeah. just, like, building, like, California Adventure... It's not like he was like coming up with the ideas. He was just the Blowing CEO. Blowing out every toilet in the park. Yeah, he CEO. wasn't. He wasn't the guy going like, "Oh, we need to have this, and this needs to be like that." He was just like, "Just build the thing. I don't give a shit. Just build it as cheaply as possible." Yeah. Um, and yeah, this is the thing that comes with the giant racist warning at the start too. So I'm I'm curious to see exactly what the hell we should be looking at here. That's so horrifying. Um, I th I'm guessing it's the Fantasia stuff at the end. Yeah, okay. But this yeah, my guess. it starts off, Walt's all like, hey, remember yeah. Mickey Mouse? Hey, remember cave paintings? <laughs> if they had been animated, I could get what it looked like this, I guess? Which is actually pretty cute, which also I, I love that meant some Disney animator had to recreate that cave painting on a cell and, like, animate it, which that cracks me up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, somebody had to do, like, some uh, finger paints on a cell. Yeah. Um... I like that all the times they're showing, like, here's art from the past. They don't even, like, really show the art. They just zoom in on a book that has an image of the art inside the book. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Where are you you know what the problem with shit like this What's is? What's that? It was the 1950s, so it's impossible to tell what is actual, like, factual history and what they're like. I don't know. Just make it up, man. Whatever. These could be cave paintings. They could not. I don't know. Those could be actual Egyptian, like, wall stuff. I don't know. It could just be completely I fake. Have seen, I don't know. I've seen those cave paintings before, so I know that's legit. Mm -hmm. The Egyptian hieroglyphics, that is... I mean, because, like, because they're not... I don't think they're even specifically talking about... Oh, they do open up a book and make it sound like those... Let's see. Egyptian mural... Let's see. Egyptian... Oh, good luck to search it for that. Wrestling... Mural 2000 BC. Let's see. Uh, dun, I like dun, that Disney's dun, dun. like. Hey, it. no, that's hey, a real we thing. Animated... Okay. That is the history of wrestling in ancient Egypt. Uh, let me go back and make sure that's exactly like what they're showing and not just like their their goofy comic book. Yeah, that seems to be generally yeah. pretty much like an actual. I mean, I've seen hieroglyphics like that, but I was just curious to see if this actual image. Is exactly, you know, actually, no, actually, 
I think this mm. might be... Like, there are images just like this, but, like, this actual image that they're zooming in on, I think this is totally a Disney recreation. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. Disney! I like that, I, that they animate the Da Vinci dude and say, well, Da Vinci's an honorary animator now, sure. <laughs> but, okay, I guess that you could do that. Don't they do the thing of Da Vinci's like, oh, great. Which I thought yeah. that was kind of funny. Um, yeah. Walt spins one of those circles with different art on either side. Like, oh, uh, yeah, stick, the bird thing. And he spins thing. it. Yeah. And that shit don't work on film at all. Good job, Walt. Yeah, because that kind of... It's just blurry. Suspension it's just of... a, a blur. That's, yeah, that's... that's. I mean, you get the gist of what he's talking about, because everyone's seen yeah, that, yeah, that, of that, course that, you that illusion in real life. Uh, I should also point out that he starts this thing talking about the Art of Animation book, which is a very mm. famous book that... I think Disney put out in support of Sleeping Beauty, but is, again, me talking about how this is kind of Disney's first attempt at kind of, like, uh, tooting their own horn in terms of, like, their uh, contribution to animation, which makes mm -hmm. sense. This is, you know, this is, like, 1954, so this is about 30 years after the Disney company really started to make making a, a name for itself in the animation industry. And, you know, this is 10 years before Disney died. They're about to build the park. And so it makes sense this would be right around the time Disney would be, like, slowing down to take stock of, like, okay, we've actually done a lot to contribute to animation, and an animation field itself has changed quite mm -hmm. a bit in the last 30 years. And so, yeah. like, I guess that's the half the point of this episode is just to, like, hey, yeah, this is the history of animation and, and how we've managed to contribute to that. So that's kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. And it's funny to see that, yeah, that this is... the uh, in the, like after putting out this book about animation and how Disney has done its animation, the evolution of Disney animation too. So, I don't know. It's just kind of interesting mm. to see Disney, yes, slowing down and and just yeah, taking stock of its own work and yeah. So that's kind of cool. Some drawing on a disc that prove that people uh, you thought 50, 1950s people would watch anything. Well, people used to watch a spinning disc and <laughs> lose their minds. It was quite the sensation back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> It's kind of cool uh, to get to see he shows off man. the zoetrope. And... Walt, you're getting dangerously close to educating somebody. That's not what we're here for. <laughs> we're here to pimp the park. Spinning drums and shit. Kids stared at it for hours. And then he's like, look at this fucker in 1877. We, we made him look so silly with his big fake beard. This goes he on. Put, he put mirrors in it so that people could watch from the outside. We love it. Is this the thing where they dress a dude up to look like the guy who invented this thing? Uh-huh. Which, why does this happen? I don't know. It's such a but then weird, they're... like, there's a whole thing about this guy, like, putting this other guy into makeup to look like the inventor for this thing. It's like they randomly... Oh, that, yeah. It's... <laughs> and then he's like, and then they, then they put it, that shit on black paper, yeah. and people lost their minds. It'll keep you spellbound. That okay, is well, crazy. This yeah. is something, like, cause I didn't know this was actually a thing until watching this. About mm. how this guy, like, I guess he had gotten to start, like, you know, doing drawings on glass paintings... And I knew the thing of, like, you would have glass images that you would project onto a wall, and that would be a big thing in of itself, but... Um... And the, the, the big version of that same idea is very interesting, and I can't believe it was still there and operational in the 1950s, and hadn't been destroyed by somebody claiming the devil was animating or something. The devil's making the images move! Oh, the demon magic of life! Yeah, people see the moving pitches, and they say the devil's inside the... People would spend a quarter of an hour watching the animated stuff. And hey, that man is trying to watch that lady change in this little animation. 
And then she's she, a dirty she come, boy, yeah. She comes out of there and she's got that booty too fine. She got a big old butt. This does, big speaking of Disney, uh, like making stuff up versus like re showing recreations of stuff, like, is mm -hmm. this an actual genuine machine that they're showing from back in the day with the actual animated painted cells? Or is this a Disney recreation? Or, like, what the hell are know. we looking at when we... Because there is a guy who's dressed up like an old, like, Gustave yeah. Pierre from, like, night, like, eight, like 1872. And, yeah. well, then they do the whole thing of, like, there's a whole crowd that shows up. And, like, is this just a whole recreation that Disney assembled? And, more, like I said, more importantly, the animation itself. Is that the actual machine? And is that the actual, like, glass plates that he used to create this stuff? Or, like, the big... I guess it's not glass plates because he was using film, but like I like they even point out like there's like reg registration peg holes in the film that totally mm -hmm. is that because that that becomes a thing in actual like when <clears throat> Lumiere brothers invent actual film like three years after this they 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 invent film with like registration holes and stuff and yeah I'm kind of curious to see to know exactly like what we're looking at here but it's still pretty cool like i said i didn't i never knew anything about this like specific french dude but yeah that's pretty cool but yeah it's totally just about a pervert trying to like watch a naked lady get changed in yeah, a, in a yeah. like seaside uh changing booth at the beach it's weird they do some they like show some guy Stuart blackton who did some animation on a uh a, a chalkboard and and did it in stop motion and filmed it and stuff and it's this is all higher quality. The stuff that is here is way higher quality recorded than I've seen. Like, yeah. uh, and where, why, why haven't these versions been getting out that they're showing on here? Like, especially this, this being on a, a TV show from like 70 yeah. years ago. Yeah. It's, it's really wild. I remember like, yeah, the funny faces, the chalkboard stuff. I've seen that before, but yeah, it's never looked as good as this. I mean, yeah. granted, even back then, I guess even in the 1950s, Disney was big enough that like, if they wanted to get, like, the best possible reference footage for old animation, I guess they would be the studio who could pull it off, but... Yeah, it's... Mm -hmm. And it's... then they, they do Gertie the Dinosaur, so they have some asshole stand there and talk to Gertie. Again, and this I'm is interesting they, because... I'm glad these... they... Yeah. I'm glad they didn't get somebody who was very annoying to do it. That sure would have been a, a bad time. <laughs> Are you suggesting that this guy is annoying? Yeah. Ah, what are you gonna do? They gave him a whip for reasons. Well, and this is, this is one of those things, too, where... I've seen the Gertie animation, but I've never seen it coupled with... Because I know the idea was that she was supposed yeah, to be interacting show. with Windsor McKay. But mm -hmm. the fact that they reenact his whole spiel with her, that's cool to see. Yeah. Um, not quite sure what he does with the pumpkin that he supposedly throws at Gertie that she eats. Is that just like yeah, a know. foam pumpkin that he just throws behind the screen? But yeah, yeah it's still pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Smoothly animated for the period. Yeah. yeah, especially for something that like... They had not invented cells yet, so like every yeah. image you see was like hand drawn by Windsor McKay. Like all the backgrounds and stuff were drawn yeah. for every like it's like a lot of work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it goes on a lot longer than you would expect. Yeah, it's like it's like a good ten minute long spiel. Yeah, long enough mm -hmm. they I could see how you could charge tickets for that like 1902 or whatever. Yeah, people shitting in the audience, losing their minds. Oh my gosh, these dinosaurs are amazing. The guy pulls out a musket and blows his own brains out in the audience. He's just so mm -hmm. horrified at seeing this living monster about to trample everyone <laughs> in the audience. Yeah. 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 Then he rides Gertie away and it ends. Oh, that is cute. I forgot that he actually jumps into the image with Gertie. And yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Dope, various dope, dorks dope. with various animations. Dudes being horny about beaches. I don't know, dude. A dude animated dude feeds a can to a chicken that grows into a big bird. I don't know. There's uh, something with what's the Bobby Bump. Bobby Bump. So Disney may make something about how this guy named Earl Hurd, who invented an improvement to the animation process. But he never specifies what it is, and that's the guy who, I guess, came up with Bobby Bump. So I was like, okay, what is that? And I was like, was that Cells? Did this guy invent Cells? Because everything we've, we've seen up until this point has been where all, all the backgrounds have been obviously hand-drawn for every frame of animation. That's exactly what he did. He, he's the first guy to come up with the idea of like, oh, hey, guess what? We don't have to re redraw the background every time if you just draw the figures on, on clear acetate cells. And so, yeah, but it's funny that, like, I would have not known that if I hadn't, like, watched this, not even a documentary, but this random yeah, episode like of said, Disneyland. I'm, I did learn some shit from this. <laughs> yeah, I but Bobby Bump that. looks fucking terrible, though, because, like, all you see yeah. is, like, he's lighting a firecracker, and it's, like, the most juvenile-looking fucking animation, even compared to the stuff, even compared to, like, the Windsor McKay animation before this. It's terrible, but... Yeah, at least Felix the Cat I've heard of. Yeah. That one I've um, heard of. And now shows had music played along with them too, with the animation. That's what There's it a is. Composer, we're gonna make him look young, I guess. That's even though the people guy. never looked young in the 1900s. That's the guy. The movie, the, the show, suddenly needs to have a 10-minute aside about this guy being made up to look mm -hmm. like, I guess, presumably a real organ pianist from like 1902. Oh, it's, no, it's this dude. Is it this dude? Yeah, it's this dude. Uh, oh, I forgot because it's 1950s. Because they're like, yeah, he he did this shit in the 1910s, and oh, we still have I, him here. But I he's a composer for our shit. I forgot this is back in time long enough that people who did this shit in 1902 <laughs> would still be alive. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's... And they're like, we we put makeup on him to make younger, and they was like, eh, as young oh. as you can look for. Oh, okay. I must have been too busy reading Twitter to understand the context for that. That okay. That's mm -hmm. like, it's still kind of a weird aside that they. they they're like, oh, we need to make you put up. Okay, because they give him like a little pair of pincer glasses and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's... I remember these. I didn't expect uh, Disney to give Mac Fleischer a nod in this. This so. is. It's weird with yeah, Coco the Clown. This is something I've been reading about recently where I guess after the Fleischer brothers got ran out of business. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, I was about to say after they got ran out of business by Disney, but that's not really the truth. The Fleischer brothers kind of wound up destroying their own cartoon studio but just by making terrible creative business decisions yeah. like the fucking oh god what was the fucking gulliver's travels movie that we watched no. like they made some terrible things there's like there were reasons why that studio folded that had nothing to do with disney but i guess after the studio folded disney was a little more like hey now that we're not in direct competition with you guys i i can actually acknowledge you guys a little bit and so yeah they show a whole coco the clown short here where it's Coco uh, messing with uh, Max Fleischer and a fly. And, which that's kind of interesting, because you get to see not only Max Fleischer interacting with Coco, but Coco is interacting with this little stop-motion fly toy that they have on the animation stand, which is cute. Yay! And so... Oh, and then so the, the guy... The guy who was a Wurlitzer organ player, he's playing the music over the Coco cartoon. That's what's happening. Yes. Yeah. Well, they move a dead bug around a piece of paper, and a clown dances with it. I just realized that probably is a dead bug, because that looks yeah. too good for be a to be a fake plastic bug from like 1912 or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Like I said, people were entertained by anything. Yeah, we're gonna put this dead bug through ink and put it on a cartoon, uh, a drawing of a of a, of a rotoscope drawing of a man in a clown suit. 
Mm. And Coco jumps into a wall vagina and that ends. Well, he jumps into a wall vagina and then gets dumped back into the inkwell. Like Pennywise the Clown. And then that's that's the end of Disney's history of cartoons that doesn't involve Disney. From here on out, it's just nothing yeah. but Disney Nin shorts. 1928, there were sounds. People were making sounds. Good gravy. Yeah. Sounds. Skeleton we dance. Finally, we get some good shit. Well, first, of course, because it's 1920, so like, we invented yeah. a little character called Martholomew Mickey Mouse. And he <laughs> was in a cartoon, and then he does the fucking... Do, 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 do. Steamboat Willie. I couldn't even remember yeah. the name of the cartoon. And mm -hmm. But then, yeah, there's only like 10 seconds of that, and then it's suddenly like, for absolutely no reason at all, we're going to show the entirety of the skeleton dance. Yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess the I guess the context is it's the first Silly Symphony, so it's the first yeah. Disney cartoon that's like set like exclusively just to music. But mm -hmm. hey, any excuse to watch the skeleton dance is a good excuse. Yeah, and the and best. It, you, did you know? Was that that there was a law passed and they were legally obligated to have a skeleton have its rib cage played like a xylophone? <laughs> this is the start of it. This is the thing that mm -hmm. passed it. The Supreme Supreme Court said, after seeing this cartoon, all cartoons involving a skeleton must involve the xylophone rib joke. Mm -hmm. uh, the best part is, because this is an original black and white cartoon, it looks exactly the same watching it on this old episode of Disneyland as if we did if we just watched it right now. I can't believe the skeleton dance by itself is still not on Disney+. Plus. Like, this is the only way you can watch yeah. it on Disney+, Plus is by watching this episode of the old Disneyland show. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's great. It's just, yeah, a fucking skeleton throws a skull at an owl and the owl explodes. And yeah. I don't know if we want to do a whole Tardy of the Party no, about no, this one no, episode, but fine. everyone's yeah, seen They the just dance, dance a bunch. They a dance? Drawn, a yeah. rooster is drawn by somebody who's never seen a rooster before. Well, to be honest, the skeletons are drawn by... Well, it's not so much that someone who has never seen a skeleton before. It's someone who doesn't want to have to animate 15,000 bones <laughs> on, yeah. on, on half a dozen different skeletons. So I always, I always yeah. appreciated how they oversimplified the, the skeleton. And, like, even did the thing of... Uh, had the rib cages drawn against kind of a black oval so they don't have to worry about, like... The fact that, like, the rib cage kind of both folds over itself and... Yeah, there's some great streamlining of, of how skeletons look in this cartoon. In fact, that's one of my favorite things about this whole thing. Um, kind of yeah. set the whole template for how, yeah, skeletons would be drawn in cartoons, even even the xylophone rib joke aside, from th th this all the way up to Scooby-Doo to all kinds of other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, that's, that's and, the skeleton. And then they, they, they develop movies, and they develop transparent paints, and that shit was labor-intensive, yo. You assholes should have gone and seen in Fantasia in the theaters when you had the chance, huh? Walt draws then... a gun, points it at the camera, and just starts complaining bitterly to them about <laughs> how they, they they were too good to come to the theater and see this in full color on the big screen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you gotta watch it in black and white. Like, that's the kids' bedroom in the 80s where the only TV was black and white. Yeah, Disney's my, all like. My son's version of that's gonna be watching something in 720p instead of 4K. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> God. Yep. God, yeah, that is. <laughs> oh, God. And then it's just a bunch of Fantasia in black and white. For the whole rest of the. Yeah, that's. that's yeah. We're 35 sure minutes into this thing. 1950 whole... kids being like, I hope there's something at the end of all this, but no. No, it's, not it's, even it's a commercial, bad. not even another talking head segment with Disney. It just got straight to credits. So. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that. 
yeah. the history of animation, which was more history of animation than I expected. But seriously, it was yeah. it was more history of animation than I expected, but not as much history of animation that I hoped. Well, well, it would have been nice if Disney talked more about its own history. If 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 it's gonna like as soon as the cuts to like the sound cartoons, it would have been nice if Disney had done anything other than just like, oh, here's ten seconds of Steamboat Willie, here's Skeleton Dance. Oh, and here's Fantasia, I guess. Like, you kind of talked about the jump from shorts to Snow White and the challenges that entailed, and, like, I mean, I know it's only, you know, 30 years since you invented sound cartoons and stuff like that, but mm -hmm. still, you know, there's still a process you could tell people about. I guess maybe you don't, maybe because everyone watching this cartoon or this show had been alive for most of... Well, even then, the little kids wouldn't know the history of cartoons, so why not, like, tell them, like... Because, like, I'm sure if you're, like, 10 years old watching this episode of Disneyland in 1955, like, you would have been born, like, better part of a decade after Snow White came out. So why not tell people, like, how what Snow White is and how it came about and... But whatever, yeah, yeah they just kind of gloss over that stuff, and yeah, you just get this one one super boring part of Fantasia, and that's the end of the whole shebang. Yep, all the Tchaikovsky suite on there. Yeah, so... Yeah, so that's that. We did the two So Disney what was things. the racist thing? There, but there's nothing racist in Fantasia, because it's just the Tchaikovsky thing. So I'm what was the racist I'm gonna guess the dancing uh, mushrooms, because it's a Chinese Did dance. they show that in there? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay, I skipped over that. I thought that was part of a... Yeah, and I guess it is because it's all... Yeah, okay, 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 okay. Yep, and they have a little... They're, they've got the squinty eyes, and they got the little ponytail in the back, so... Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's good to put that on your mind. So... Yep, I was going to joke. Was uh -oh. Now we're going to talk about the impossible possible. Mm. What the hell is that? The possible implausible that comes afterwards. I don't know. We'll something, see. Something. It's another clip show. Oh, actually, I'm scanning through it now. Really, it's just an excuse to show a whole bunch of... Essentially, essentially what I was talking about. Half of it seems to be about the creation of Snow White. Mm. Oh, so they just wanted to stretch yeah, this okay. shit out. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, whatever, okay. so. But yeah, that's those two episodes of Disneyland. Yeah, we did it. We did it. Yay. <laughs> yep. The winner is us. <laughs> yeah, it's Disney. I, I don't know... If we'll be, you know, I, there's not a ton of these, I don't think, but we'll see if we'll, what happens with them on Disney Plus. Yeah, not a ton, but there's enough that, like, we'll, we're going to have to Like, we'll probably watch one Davy Crockett, and then yeah. we won't even bother even glancing at the other ones as we speed by them with our finger out the window. What the hell is Disneyland around the seasons? I don't know, but okay. I noticed that one as well. Yeah, they just have a weird... Because it's not like there's a lot of seasons in California. Yeah, I was about to say. And it's not like even at the Disney parks. Like, they're really doing much to try to, like... F like, recreate different seasons. But yeah, th that's kind of the fun thing about uh, Disney through the decades now, is taking everything one bite at a time and trying to figure out what we're doing next and things like that, so... And speaking of which, I have no idea what we're doing next, because we're recording this weeks in advance... Yeah, that's fine. And so, but yeah, we'll, we'll find out next week. In fact, I have no idea what was what was posted before this, because whatever episode uh, X Men was it X Men? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. X Men was my choice. So we, we talked about X Men, but yeah, next time I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, because this coming episode is gonna be wait. Yeah, wait. No. What no. Did we just yeah. Put yes, twenty thousand leagues under the sea, and then X Men, then X Men, and then this, and then this. Yeah. 
-hmm. Next time it might be anything from Chung King Express to God knows what. Yeah. Yeah. He's Modern on Twitter, on the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter, Target Podcast on Twitter, Podcast.com, all that stuff, shares around, whatever. I've got a Letterboxd account, which I've actually had for a while, but I just started using because there's been a recent uptick on people I follow on Twitter uh, using Letterboxd, and I've actually got a watch list. I'm assuming hey, people can see my watch list. Oh, go ahead. Bill. Yeah. What the fuck is a letterbox? You never heard about letterbox? Uh-uh. It's a social media thing for movies. It really is mm. just like, oh, it's uh, it's letterboxed without an E at the end. It's letterboxed, letterboxed, uh, dot mm. com. And yeah, you go there and you just say, you tell people like, these are the movies I've seen. These are the movies I like. But I have a whole watch list of movies I haven't seen, which should all, you know, it could, could be part of the party episodes if people want to see what's on my... I've got everything from Brokeback Mountain to Barry Lyndon to The Fall to Tombstone to Heat. So... Hmm. God, yeah, so... Yeah, go do that if you got a letterbox, I guess. Tampopo, The Apple, Twisted Pear, Showgirls, Top Gun, Rango's on uh -oh. there. Yeah, Rango's good. Yeah, I, yeah, you keep on pushing me to do that Rango, but... Yeah. Oh, for that stuff, so... Yeah, so, yeah, so we go check that out. We got nothing else. I got nothing else at least. But you got anything else? Uh, nothing. That's it. That's that's. There's no interesting out to this. Nope. It's Disney. It's just. Yeah. Disney, Disney keeps on trucking forever. We're yeah. working our way through. It's We're never getting to the '60s. Well, you're talking it's gonna about... be bad times. We're not getting that. The are 50s. we getting that close? To are we? Oh no! That's mm -hmm. that's the real thing because that's the, mm -hmm. when you get the cat award. That's when everything really breaks down. When yeah. it's just a vast Walt Disney dies, and Disney's output just turns into a vast ocean of live action garbage. Yeah. They tried surf surfing his corpse down the stairs, but halfway they just fell off and then just fell the rest of the way. We just might have to jump straight from Mary Poppins to 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 Beauty and the Beast. Because, <laughs> I yeah. will, have we talked about Tron? Yeah. We talked about Tron, we talked about the Black... Well, no, we could do, like, the Great... The Ma Great Mouse Escape, whatever that's called. The Great Mouse Detective. Yeah, Great Mouse Detective. I'm trying to think of anything within, like, the Dark Ages of Disney that would be... That I would want to go out of my way to talk about. Pete's Dragon, just because I know you love Pete's Dragon. I don't... You do that every time. I don't love Peach Dragons. I just really like the music. Daniel, every time before we start recording the <laughs> podcast, he starts like, oh, man, Peach Dragon. What if we talk about oh, Peach man, Dragon? Oh, man, Peach Dragon? Go, oh, you ready for Oh, Peach, really? Okay, Peach okay, Peach okay, okay. Um, well, maybe not Peach Dragon so much. Yeah, because, yeah. It's a fine. It's fine, but uh, yeah. you, you, you project me loving it more than I do. I guess in terms of animated projects, there's The Jungle Book and The Aristocrats, 101 Dalmatians, I don't care about any of those fucking things. The only thing I care about of any of that stuff is like kind of like I love the pencil look of 101 Dalmatians, mm -hmm. uh, just because that's the, the the first thing where they really started just xeroxing the original animation uh, pencils yeah. straight to cells. But yeah, yeah, yeah. we were talking yeah. about Beauty and the Beast, so and yeah, we could talk about well. Aladdin. Stick with us and find out what we do. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting roller coaster ride. Also, yeah, I still keep on pointing out we've got our 300th episode coming up soon. So. Oh yeah, we got to figure something out. We have to figure out. Uh, what, do we continue the podcast? What do we do for th episode 300? What's going on? Yeah. Oh my Just god. Three hours of screaming and farting. Ah! I can't believe this is going to be our three, our third like 
hundredth episode spectacular. And yeah. I, we had a lot, a lot of great ideas for the first one. The second one, we were like, oh yeah, we did another hundred episodes. Now this third one, we're just gonna be like, uh, <laughs> I can't yeah. believe we survived the Trump years. Mm -hmm. Oh God, so okay. That's it. That's all I have to say. Yeah. So I guess until next time, keep in your house pop culture, watching Disney. So bye, everybody. Goodbye. Take care, folks. Be careful getting home. Bye -bye. <laughs>